Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. Hey, hey, friends. Today, we're going to be talking all about relationships with Jordash Johnson. And I am so excited for this particular one. I actually at the time of recording this, had only known Jordash for a little over a month, but we spent a lot of time together at a conference. We were introduced by a mutual friend of ours, Chrissy Reese, who's fantastic. And to be very bluntly honest, I entered that conference not really knowing anyone in person, just a few few small people. And I knew Chrissy through a program. I knew I could trust her based on her, her ethics and the work that she produces. And she was sitting next to Jordash and away we went. And Jordash is a relationship master. He has something called the Friends Method. It's fantastic. I've heard a lot about it over the last month. But he, before I knew any of that, fully made it an example just by actually actively listening to me, getting to know me, and we ended up having some really good conversations. So when I found out what he was all about, I asked him, didn't actually have to beg him. I just had to ask him to come over here onto the No Like and Trust show because really, truly, building that No Like and Trust factor is all about building a relationship with the people out there, whether they're a larger audience, a one-on-one, someone you meet at a conference like he and I did. So Jordash Johnson is an international speaker, digital growth strategist, and business mentor who specializes in helping entrepreneurs and experts scale their impact, movement, and sales with a systemized approach to building authentic relationships with power partners using his signature framework called the Friends Method. With that, let's hop right on into our interview. All right, Jordash, welcome to the No Like and Trust Show. Thank you very much. Excited to be here, Brittany. So for everyone out there, this is probably going to be a fast and furious conversation because every conversation I've had with Jordash kind of goes that way. So, so buckle up, let's do it. But Jordash is all about relationships. And I would love for you to just kind of give everyone a bit of a you know lead in on how that became your thing. Yes, great question. And I appreciate the warning for your audience as well, because as you know, um, I do speak a little fast and I get going. So, um, but yeah, so I'll tell you right now, I came, um, I've been the entrepreneur game for, I guess, almost 12 years now. And long story short, I have, we can, we can dive in that path at some point in time, but over the last six or seven years, I ran an agency. And when we were, we were helping people grow and scale their launches, course creators, experts, et cetera, um, scaling multiple six, seven figures. And during that time, we had a couple of clients that were really heavily reliant on a couple of platforms out there, right? For lead generation, lead flow, getting their offer in front of it. Um, and we started seeing a problem with that when we, especially when iOS 14 came out and Facebook, they blew up Facebook ads and all that good stuff. And when we were like brainstorming of like, how can we help these clients get better lead flow and, and, and get off relying on these platforms? I actually took a step back and I was like, well, how have we grown our agency? How have we grown our business? And when I looked, we never ran ads for ourselves. We didn't really even have a website. We weren't posting much content, but we were doing multiple six figures. And I'm telling you right now, it's purely based on we knew how to build the right relationships, turn those into partnerships, win-win-win partnerships, as well as the different, we understanding the kind of the, I call it the ecosystem of relationships as every entrepreneur has. And once we kind of understood, once I kind of understood that, I was like, one of my superpowers is like, I can systemize this, but still keep that human connection, right? And when I say systemize it, like being able to create consistency behind it, being able to be intentional with it, things like that. So with that, in the last year and a half, 
we've been really kind of, we switched our focus of how do we serve people to help grow and serve the launches to actually, how do we actually help these entrepreneurs build human-like connections and power, excuse me, relationships in their space and help them turn them into more power friends and power partners to help them get more visibility, to help them get more uh, authority and be able to help them grow and get more leads, high quality leads into their business and grow their business through the power of the relationships. Because the great thing about relationships versus some of the other strategies and tactics out there to grow in business is a relationship building is actually a principle. And the beautiful thing about principles are they don't change, right? So when you understand how to build these quality relationships, you understand how to do it from a human-like connection. We'll talk more about that here in a little bit versus more of a transaction, right? Which a lot of people make the mistake of. You, It's, it's a skill set that's going to be able to help you thrive in business beyond and open up opportunities you never even knew existed. It's done it for me. It's done it for most of my clients. It's doing it for my students right now. So that's kind of why we really kind of transition to this is kind of the gospel we're preaching. It's like, how do we actually learn how to build quality relationships and open up those huge opportunities to help you get a bigger impact? Because all these entrepreneurs out there, they're experts. They, they want it. It's not even just about revenue for most people I work with. It's like, how can I actually make a bigger impact on my students, my clients, or the world? This is how you do it is through relationships. So that's how we kind of fell into the space. And it's been a fun ride ever since. I love that. And I want to touch on something that you said just just a few seconds ago that for most of the people that you've worked with, it's not about increasing the revenue. It's about making a bigger impact. It's about helping more people. And, and I would concur with you hundred percent, you know, the most, most of my clients, they, they want to help more people. So when they start talking about things or, or I should say, not even talking about things, but hearing out there, oh, you can scale like this or, oh, you know, scale that, you know, for them, the scaling part doesn't sound so much like increasing revenue. It sounds a lot more like, ooh, more people can get help in the area in which I'm really good at helping people. Right. So a hundred percent. And here's the thing, in which people, entrepreneurs need to understand revenue, sales, money, all that good stuff. Those are all outputs. Like that is output, right? That stuff is like, it's, if you do all the inputs, right? Which you really don't have much control over that if you think about that, right? Like that stuff happens if you do the things you have control over, which is helping people, serving people to your best of your ability, being able to be authentic and and, and transparent and help people. If you can do that and build a community of people that know, like, and trust you, right? It's one of those things where all the other stuff's going to fall into place, right? Those, the, the sales are going to come in place. The, the revenue is going to fall in place. But like when people get so focused on the output, they're missing the point of like the input creates the output. So it's just, a, it's just having the right focus and mindset. And, and as you know, we entrepreneurs sometimes lack focus and it's our job to be able to make sure that we focus on the right things to make the biggest impact or the biggest opportunity for our business, which is focus on things you have control over versus not focusing on things you do not have control over. I love that you say that. So, so we met at the Marketers Heart Conference just like you know a short month ago, which feels like you know maybe an yeah. eon ago in my world at least. But, <laughs> right. um, I did not know you. I had never actually. I might have seen your name like in a Facebook group prior to that, but I did not know you prior to that. And we ended up spending you know most of the conference hanging out in the same group of friends, and right. we had quite a few really lovely conversations. And right. I loved what you had to say, and I was like, oh my goodness, you need to come talk about this on the podcast, right? And that's just like a prime example to me of the relationships that you're talking about, right? If you had reached out to me three months ago and said, hey, I heard you have a podcast. I should be on it. I probably would have 
well, I won't say deleted the email because I have a, I have a, at this point an extensive filing system for really bad pitches on my on my inbox. But but I, I would have filed you away and forgotten about you. And not to say that you had you know nothing good to say. Obviously, you do. But it's that relationship that brought this about. And I'm going to out myself here because you know five, six, seven years ago, as I was in the earlier stages of of this business. Um, I was very transactional in how I handle people. Oh, you have nothing to do for me? I'm not interested. And and part of that was just not understanding how things worked. Part of that was feeling overwhelmed in my own life and just feeling like I didn't have the capacity for more people in my life. And then, you know, part of it was just a general lack of time or lack of attention and just being focused like head down in the sand type things. So for for anyone out there who could maybe identify themselves in part of that story, um, yep. there's hope, for, first of all. <laughs> um, but what would you say to them, Jordash? Like, what would you say? Like, how do you kind of begin in this world? Great, great, great question. And I will tell you right now, you're not alone in that feeling. I can promise you that, and especially if you're listening to this, um, you're not alone either. Because, and it's really not your fault. Because if you think about it, and I'll, and I'll, I'll give you some um, specific steps here in a few minutes. But like, if you think about it, like we've been bombarded in our industry of, like, I'll give you a perfect example: the Dream 100. Right? Everybody kind of knows this concept of the Dream 100. It was just so you know, everybody's clear. It was invented by Chet Holmes. Chet Holmes, yep. Ultimate Sales Machine, created it. Now, some other people took it, I'm not going to say take advantage, but like blew it up from a marketing perspective. And some people ran with it right now. But the concept of that is like, that is a shotgun approach. I always talk about it where it's like, how can I find a hundred people that would help me increase my visibility in my business more offer? And I'm not going to say spam, but shoot a hundred different things, them gifts, messages, whatever, hoping two, three or four say yes. Right. That's it's, it's like the, it's the direct response. It's a, it's a cold email approach. If you want to think of it that way versus our approach is like, you don't need a hundred people. Like you legitimately, and you cannot handle a hundred people as a one individual that is going to be all your time trying to spend building relationships. Like I will tell you right now, personally, I have between personal and business, I have between probably 35 to 50 people kind of in a bucket at, at once at the moment. And I've been doing this for a while. So like, don't get it twisted, but like those are my close relationships, people that I'm staying in contact with consistently and intentionally because I'm, it's, it's quality over quantity when you think about this, right? So like now that, you, so just getting that, then getting that thought out of your mind of you don't need a hundred people to do this effectively. You don't need a thousand people to be able to do this. Like it's legitimately, sometimes I call it the curse of the large numbers. You see these large numbers, you feel like you have to be there. No, like legitimately start with one person, start with two people. Like when I go to events, I like, I'm, my goal is to be able to form a solid relationship with two or three people I've never met. Brittany, you were one of them, right? Like, like you said, like we had some good conversations just outside of you in the conference, just walking and talking or at dinner, whatever it may be. And so it's like, those are the ones that like, those are the ones that are going to increase your opportunity. Now I say that not increase your opportunity, increase your ability to be able to get more visibility or go over your business or help people out. So I say that because when you're starting out, the key, the first thing that you got to think about is it, it starts with your mind, just like with anything else, right? Like you don't want to go into building a relationship with what can I get from that relationship or what can that person do for me? Or like you were saying, I'm not going to pitch somebody I don't, I haven't had an interaction with because it's like, all I'm, all you hear from me, if you receive my emails, like, well, you just want to get on my show and speak to my audience. Well, yeah, I may, I do, or I may have something good to say, but like, I don't, you don't know me as a human. I don't know you as a human, right? And you got to protect one of your biggest assets in your business, which is your audience. So it's like, how do I actually build a relationship with you? So we get to know each other, make sure it's a good fit. So you start doing that by thinking about your mindset, right? You start thinking about 
one, have an abundant mindset where there's no such thing as competition, collaboration over competition. We is greater than me. These are these sayings I keep saying all the time where it's like, it's, it's, don't get so caught up of trying to take from somebody and you start giving, right? And that's when we come, come into the 5149 rule, which is give more than what you're taking from somebody, right? And so it's like, how can I actually serve that person? But I got to get to know them as a human to understand what are their needs, what are their wants? What are their desires? Or what are they looking for? What are their problems? And when I can understand that from a human, as a human, as an individual, then I can start thinking about, okay, well, Jordash, how can your superpowers or something or somebody you know in your network, how can you help that person out? Or how can you help them achieve what they want or give them what they want or like that? That's how you start naturally building relationships with people through service, right? So you got to start having this mindset of how can I serve people? And you start planting enough seeds of serving people, pretty soon people are going to be like, well, how can I help you? What can I do for you? And that's where it's like, that's when it becomes a, a synonymous relationship because now they feel like they've got enough value and they feel like they want to help you get something from, to help you grow your business or help you get achieve one of your needs or solve one of your problems. So that's where I always start with the mindset of like, you have to get in the mindset of service. You have to get in the mindset of how can I be not, and I'll talk about something else, but how can I be generous with my time or generous with my superpowers or generous with my resources or whatever it may be. And that's the, the great thing about this, when you start doing this, you start building a bigger network. Like Brittany, like you are my go-to when it comes to content creation strategy. So if I come across somebody that needs content creation, especially when it comes to, you know, bloggers or, you know, course creators or things along those lines, I'm like, you need to talk to my girl, Brittany. And I want to get you introduced to Brittany, right? And that's where it's like, if I have a bigger enough network, when I understand a problem, I can go connect you with somebody. That's building a relationship with somebody. I've been, and we call them, in our world, we call them relationship deposits, right? I got to build a currency. I got to build a balance. You can't withdraw from an empty account. So if you can continue to make relationship deposits at some point in time, you can withdraw from that relationship without making it feel awkward, without making it feel like it's a transaction, without making it feel like you're taking more than what you're given. But you got to start planning these deposits in these, in these relationships that you're building before you even think about taking anything from that relationship, right? And so that's where it becomes with, and I won't get too tactical, but like that's where the curiosity aspect has to come into play, right? And you have to be like, we're, as children, I have a one year, little over one-year-old son. And I, I see curiosity all day long, right? He's pointing, seeing all this stuff. But what happens is, when you, we lose that as we grow up, right? Because we start getting experience in the world. We start seeing things. Our belief system starts getting formed and things like that. We start making prejudgments. Actually, our unconscious mind starts making prejudgments of things that we see or believe or hear or things like that, right? And we kind of lose that curiosity because we think we know what's going to happen. We kind of play that out. I won't get too woo on you, but that's kind of what goes on in a simplistic form in your head. But what happens now is when you can actually start getting curious with somebody, you start asking questions, you start understanding what the world's like beyond just business too, right? When you start understanding, like I learned something about Brittany, you guys have a lot of chickens. You guys raise chickens, right? Things along those lines, right? So it's just like learning things that like have nothing to do with business that allows us to basically build a human connection around hobbies, interests, you know, things along those lines that make us humans, and interesting humans that have stories to tell, right? I was, I was even, I saw on your page, Brittany, of like, you broke your husband's Emmy or something like that, right? That's a story. I'm like, well, well, what, we got to yep. talk about that at some point in time, right? <laughs> but, but you, you hear like, that's where it's like, I actually get to know you as a human, right? And that's, that's where I'm trying to get across is like, when you do this and you start learning somebody's as a human, you build that connection. And then it's not a transaction. You really, you formed a human relationship. And then at some point in time, maybe, Maybe there's an opportunity for you guys to work together. Or maybe there's an opportunity to make an introduction. Or maybe there's an opportunity to make a referral, but it doesn't start with that. It starts with building a relationship as a human. So 
just to kind of tie this all in a nice little bow is you get the right mindset of being abundant. You start being curious with people and then you start with just one person, start within two people, start within three people. And you like, at some point you kind of have to put yourself out there. Just like when you started your business, you kind of just have to jump out there and start building relationships with people, but it does become easier the more that you do it, right? The more that you understand like, well, how do I start? What information should I start collecting or, or hearing or asking questions about someone to start learning more about them? How do I store that information? How do I bring that back up in conversations? Things like that. All that will come down the play, but like you just have to start with one and then you can go with two and then you can go with three. And then pretty soon you're going to start building a powerful network and a powerful relationship with these people where they're going to want to help you just as much as you're going to want to help them. And that's the beautiful thing about this. It becomes like a, it's a cycle and it just starts building on top of itself when you kind of figure out how to do this um, consistently. And that'd be the last thing I would say is you have to be consistent with it, right? Like, it's not just, I'm going to go build a relationship with somebody for seven days and then go get, you know, go get on their podcast and never talk to that person again. Like that's a transaction, right? Like, but how do I consistently make these relationship deposits to be able to start truly, truly forming a relationship that expands beyond our businesses, that'll expand into whatever next we do or expand or go on, we go travel and go hang out or, and like my personal goals, I have somebody in almost every place I go. So when I visit places or go to conferences, I got new people, I got friends I can go see because I'm already out there. I'm like, let's go grab dinner. Let's connect again. And those are some of the most powerful opportunities I've seen for my business because those have just opened up huge, huge things I've never even thought about that would happen for me, like going to speak in Athens, Greece, right? As a as a speaker at a conference that I never even knew about, but I got recommended because I knew a friend of a friend that said, Jordash, you need to go, you need to go speak at that. So hidden opportunities will always appear when you kind of just focus on the input, which is building consistent relationships with people. So you make a couple really good points there. And I witnessed, I've witnessed you do some of these things, right? You know, you had your workshop a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and I was attending live and uh, you were planning to go to social media. Gosh, I don't know. Social media. Social media Mark, Mark, yeah. yeah, I can't remember the name, but yeah. You're <laughs> like, hey, who else is going to be there? Who am I hanging out with? And, I, like, you know, it's just like off the cuff. It's just super easy. And then, you know, you've got your, you know, wing buddy there to walk through the conference with. You're good. Um, I don't know. You probably don't actually need a wing person. I do because I don't like meeting new people in that very first like five, 10 minute awkward stage. <laughs> but- it's funny you say that though. I'll tell you right now, like this is what I'm telling you. Like it's kind of like imposter syndrome, right? It never really goes away no matter how much you or how far you've grown in business or whatever. Like even with relationship building, like I even call myself a social media marketer. That was my first time ever going to that conference, right? But it's like that first maybe hour, two hours, it's like, oh, it's kind of a little awkward there, right? It's kind of like, oh, like, I don't want to, like, these are brand new people I don't even know anything about. But then, like, you kind of just, you know, you get in the, the group of things, you start, and then, and I actually, I'm coming out with a video, like, how to actually maximize in-person events from a relationship standpoint, because there's certain things you do before, during, and after to maximize the opportunity, because anyways, I won't go into that, though, but like I say, I say all that because, yeah, it's like, I still, I still get those feelings of, like, kind of like an introvert a little bit. It's like, I don't want to put myself out there. I don't want to go make that first conversation. But like, once you do that, once you get kind of break through that first one, then it's like, all right, now we're back into the rhythm. Let's go have some fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you say kind of like an introvert. I I say, oh no, no, a hundred percent like an introvert. (laughs) 
but but you know, like having having connections ahead of time, you know, like you've mentioned, right? You you know, like little sure. stories about my life, having watched you know via Facebook and whatnot, and and obviously those are curated stories, right? Like I right. put like the cute funny things out on Facebook, but right. but I am like I have you know six chicks and a brooder in my dining room right now. Like it's a hundred percent true. That's gonna be my life for the next six weeks. So <laughs> that is uh, very much what's going on here, um, and I put it out on Instagram, like quick little poll. Hey, do you guys want me to keep this just business or do you want to watch the chicks grow? Like it's up to you. You know, I think, you know, eight people voted 100%. They want to see the chicks. Yes. And that tells you like, we are in this for the personal connections. We really are. Right. Right. And that's, and the thing is when you can kind of start, here's the thing, people are creating content all day, every day. Right. Cause that's like, as a business, you have to create content. You have to, that's how you get visibility. Right. But the thing is, until I actually sat down and I took time to actually build a system and actually when we kind of moved that from agency to relationship building, things like that, like you start kind of putting different frames on, right? So when I'm, cons- when I'm consuming somebody's content, there are certain things that I'm listening for. There are certain things that I'm paying attention to, especially video, like in video, I'm looking, I mean, just give you, like, I'm looking their background, what's on their bookshelf, what's in there, what's hanging on the wall. Like, obviously I know you're a photographer, right? So you got some beautiful pictures hanging on your wall right now. Right. And so it's just like paying attention to what's, what people are already putting out there or, or when people are speaking, right? Like everybody gives their origin story. Now it's curated, but you know how much goodness is in somebody's origin story that you can actually learn about that person as a human before you even approach them. And then you can find some connection point on like, so it's being able to be aware of the information people are already sharing about themselves and then leveraging it in a, in a good way by figuring out, okay, well, what's a connection point that we could both relate on and we can that that can break the ice of a conversation, right? Because it's like, hey, I heard you say talk about this in your talk or to this on your video. Like this also happened to me. Like, let's talk about that. You know, you do it in a in a different way. But like that's that's the whole goal. Is like you just put different frames on when you're having conversations with people or hearing people talk. And now you're like, you're like, oh my gosh, like people share so much about themselves that you have so much opportunity to connect, but we're just not aware of it in our usually day-to-day life because it's like. It's, we're just not we're just not focused on it. But when you can be focused on it, it's a crazy how much information that you can find about people that they share, and you can build connections. And that's how you, that's the first step of building a relationship. You know, so I'm thinking back right now, just as we're talking over the last like year or so. Some of the guests I've had on the show right here, some of the email connections I've I've been a privilege to receive, you know, so and so saying, oh, hey, Brittany, I really think you need to know so-and-so. Here's both of your emails. Take it away. And some of those have panned out. And of course, you know, some haven't, right? As, right? as one would expect. But I think about how the majority of those all started and and most of them are one of us reaching out in a genuine way, not doing like the, hi, I'm friending you on Facebook and here's information about my program, like right away deal. <laughs> or join my Facebook group here. <laughs> yeah. Oh like. gosh, the pitch slapping, you guys, it's real. <laughs> so, it is um, real. But like the the, the friendships or, or even the burgeoning friendships, I feel like I've found through my internet friends for this business, right? They, they've all started with someone reaching out in a genuine way. And maybe we were, you know, originally both in the same program and that was the actual intro, but it's still one person reaching out to the other and building the actual relationship. And and yeah, for um, those um, introverts listening here, it can be a wee bit awkward at first. Um, please never, ever try and talk about the weather with me. It's the instant way to shut me down right there. But a little bit of effort goes goes such a long way. 
110%. And this is where, this is why I was talking, going back to the quality over quantity, right? When you just truly can take the time. And when I, when I say time, like, let me just clarify this for a second, like five minutes a day, you do this consistently for five minutes a day or seven minutes or 10 minutes. And that's legit. I started at five minutes. Now I'm, I've been doing this for a while. So I, I have a little bit more time blocked in my calendar every day, but there's a, t- there's a time block on my calendar every day to do relationship building activities. That is to reach out to somebody, to send somebody an impact. Thank you to whatever it may, one of our types of deposits we talk about, but like, that is the goal. I just, those are my inputs. I just do this consistently and authentically because like I, I, I go on walks every morning. So I'm always listening to somebody's podcast every morning. And so I'm like, I'm always like, Hey, I just listened to your podcast episode. Yada, yada, yada. Like, I just want to tell you, thank you for this. I just use this in my business. Like this was huge. That is it. Thank you. Keep creating good content, things like that. Right. And so it's like, I'm legitimately telling people how good they are, like, or how great they are, or giving them compliments, things like that, that they've truly impacted me. You do that consistently. People are going, that, that's what kind of can break the ice. What kind of what you we were talking about of like, all you're doing is letting people know how much impact they've had on you. And that's the most easiest way. That's the easiest way to start kind of starting a conversation with somebody authentically without an ask, without pitching, without whatever. And you, you lead with that, leading through service, leading through letting people know how much impact they've actually had on for you. Like, their guard's going to go down because they're going to be like, thank you. Like, because we all know, like I was going back to imposter syndrome, we all go through it as, as entrepreneurs. And the best way to get out of imposter syndrome, when people tell you how much impact they've had, you've had on their life, right? Then it's like, oh my gosh, like there's another check. I can thank you. Like I've been going through things. I just need to hear that. Like I always tell people, like we don't tell each other as entrepreneurs, we don't tell each other how much impact each other's had on each other's life nearly enough. Like if we did, a lot of people wouldn't be going through imposter syndrome. So like, that is one of the things that I'm like, very adamant about for me is like, how can I tell people more often in my life when they've had an impact on me, I'm just going to tell them, thank you, or tell them how they've done or what they've done for me. And that's what's opened up a lot of relationships for me, because that is just, that's an input that can eventually lead to an output. The other thing I was going to tell you too, though, is like going back to, I'm, I like systems. So you're going to hear me say input and output a lot. All right. So like, bear with me here, but if an output is the partnership, what creates partnerships relationships, but what creates relationships? Conversations. So then you're just saying how many, like my goal is to have more conversations with people and they can lead to a partnership. They can lead to a power, we call them power partners or a power friend, or they may just lead to, Hey, it was great talking to you. Like hopefully we cross paths again someday, right? Like they all don't have to lead. And that's where I was saying, don't go in there with an intention, go in there to say, here's, I'm just going to tell you you're awesome. And I'm just going to, I'm starting different conversations every single day. And when you do that consistently, I promise you good things happen because you are, you are putting more goodness in the world and more goodness will come back to you. We call it the reciprocity effect. And that's, there's, I'm not going to say there's a law, but it's, it happens more often than not. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, I do know what you mean. And it's so funny, like even the the conference where you and I met, no less than four people and maybe more, but I I specifically can recall four people walked up to me at some point during that conference and said something along the lines of, oh my goodness, I love your podcast. I didn't realize you were going to be here. And that means the world to a creator like me, right? And and we all have something like that in our life, in our business, that if people were just to actually acknowledge that it did have impact and did matter to them, 
you're right. The world would be a much nicer place for all of us and a lot less imposter filled or imposter right. syndrome filled, right? Right. hundred percent. And that's like, we just don't, like I said, it's just, we don't do it enough. And, and, and obviously there's the people that will kind of do it with the intention of like, in, 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 without good intentions, I will say, but like, that's where like, like, I'll tell you right now, we could, so we call them impact thank yous in our world, right? When we say, how can I tell somebody thank you on the impact they provided me? And I'll tell you a tip right now. Like, and I think I shared this in the workshop with you guys. Like, I never send those via text or DMs, meaning I don't ever type them out and send them to people. I always send an audio message or I send them a video because I need them to hear the authenticity in my voice. I need them to hear my excitement. Like or my, my trueness of like how much do I actually believe it's versus like because if I just send you a text I leave it up to interpretation on how you're actually going to receive that message right versus now I'm going to give you some more things to be able to pick up of like I promise you like this is there is nothing here like that I'm trying to take I'm legitimately just giving right here and I do there's there's just different ways you can do that but like that's how you can start combating like these people that just, I call them the Debbies and the Dannies and the DMs that are just like trying to slide in there for some <laughs> non-goodness. And so it's just like, but I, I, like I said, it's just one of those things. If you just do this consistently, I was talking with um, a gentleman, Kevin Layler the other day, and we were talking about this and he legitimately, after we were on Zoom, we were just having a conversation and I was like, hey man, like just try this out. Like tomorrow, pick somebody that's impacted your life, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a book, whether it's whatever, pick up your phone, send her a quick little audio message and just send it and see what happens. Like that next morning, he's like, Jordash, she absolutely loved it. We already setting up a call. Like, it's like, it just, I was like, now do that consistently for 30 days and see what happens in your business. Like, that's like, that's the power of this because it's like, it's such a simple, simple, it's like I said, it can take a couple minutes a day doing this. Just do one a day. And I promise you, like, you're going to see huge impacts and ripples coming back to you because this is just not being done enough. Right. And it's just one of those things with like, you can legitimately help. Like you were saying, as somebody who creates content, it feels good to know that you're making an impact, but you don't hear it enough. Right. You, you're going to get your reviews on your podcast, which is one thing that's text reading it. But like, you're not going to hear their voice. You're not going to hear like truly what was the impact that they actually had or see that person face to face at a conference that even that elevates the impact or the effectiveness of that message to you as the creator, when you can see the person, you can hear the person, or you can um, feel that that impact as well, not just read it. So it's just one of those things where if we did this more, like you said, it would be a it'd be a better world for all of us around. But that's why I'm preaching this gospel. Yes. <laughs> well, I think that's a great place to kind of wrap this up. Obviously, you know, everyone listening has already heard that I've attended your workshop that we've been talking quite a bit for this last month. If they wanted to kind of find out more about what you're doing and all of that, where's the best place for them to go? Great question. So I actually, I'm going to do something special for your, for your crew here. So if they go to jordash.live forward slash KLT as no like trust, um, we're going to have a couple of resources there for them. One, we'll have a video about um, the five types of relationships in their ecosystem so that people can start being aware of those relationships every entrepreneur should be aware of. We'll kind of walk through our seven levels of growth partnerships. And then we'll also have information if you want to join one of our upcoming workshops, or we have a awesome a relationship deposit kind of a challenge jumpstart that they're going to have a special opportunity to join for really a dollar because we're going to give you the hookup of pay what you want versus actually what we typically charge for that. So that is our kind of gift to your audience for coming and listening to our episode. Fantastic. Well, Jordish, thank you again for your time here. It's always good having a chat with you. And um, yeah, everyone, like 
I've done the workshop. If if anything, I, I highly recommend that. Although that challenge is sounding very intriguing. You might find me over there as well. All right. Thanks, Jordash. All right. Thank you. All right. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. Obviously, you can tell that we've had conversations about this very subject. And while I don't specifically call out building relationships, if you look back in past episodes, you can feel and see the trend. It's always better. It's always more impactful when you have that connection with someone. And you guys can probably hear that in certain guest episodes where I actually have real connections with the guest rather than, hey, you've got a topic I want to hear about and let's share that, which is not a bad thing, of course, but it's deeper. It's more meaningful. And I feel like truly it helps people in a bigger, broader way when that connection is there. So do yourself a favor, (laughs) do what Jordash was talking about, five minutes a day for the next 30 days. And let's just see what happens in your business. I think you're going to find the same kind of results that Jordash has found that I have more recently found and move on in a big way from there. So you know the deal, friends. If you found value from this episode, do everybody you know a favor and think of one person who would benefit gratefully from the same content that you just heard. We've all got that one friend who has a tendency to do things a little bit differently. And you're like, you know, you'd have so much more success if you just did this one little tweak. And in this case, that tweak could be being less transactional, being more relationship driven. So if you know someone like that, forward the link on for this episode, see what happens. 